0: Jeff's Wonderland
1: Hello, hello, hello. Come in, make yourselves at home, sit down, stand up. I don't really care. I'm just glad that you're here for episode 102 of The Wonderland. I am your host, Jeff Healy, and by way of explanation, I'm an Australian singer, songwriter, and full-time musician lapsed Presbyterian, sometime comedian, and amateur barista, with a talent for overthinking and forgetting things. And the really weird thing is that I usually remember pretty much all of the things that I've forgotten to remember to forget, which is awkward and confusing. Seriously, though, I do forget things with all the ease of a trained professional amnesiac, or at least an Olympic standard amnesiast, which is kind of similar, but... uh, more competitive and I I like to think that it gives me an edge Hmm. and yes I do also excel at overthinking and the only problem with that is that I tend to overthink the wrong stuff so it's a pretty useless skill to have I will say though that the great thing about having those two skills is that at the end of the day I've forgotten all the stuff I've been overthinking so you know it all works out yeah Anyway, look, let's not dwell on unimportant things, because I've got a show to do, and by Jove, whoever she is, I'm going to do it. Now, one or two of you might have noticed that it's been more than two weeks since the last episode dropped. Now, that's not an accident, but what I've decided to do from here on in, and I think this is a very good idea, is to basically produce a new episode and drop it just when I feel like it. It's kind of like having a thought in your head and you have to say it before you forget it, that sort of thing, right? So from now on, folks, the next episode, its timing will be a surprise. It won't be too far in the future and it might be sooner than you think, but we're off the two-week thing now. It's not every two weeks. It's not every one week. It's certainly not every day. It's every whenever I decide to drop an episode. So stay tuned. And I hope you like surprises, because that's what it's all about. So, on the last episode of The Wonderland, I talked about mangoes and the dangers inherent in unintentional gardening. So, I'd like to announce that I'll be steering well clear of those two topics on this episode. Instead, I'd like to talk about an unexpected topic. One which has been much on my mind since I sat down on the sofa with a beer this afternoon, and which we are now going to explore. Courtesy of your favourite segment, and mine, Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. And welcome to Theory Time. Okay, I want to talk about boats. Boats and why, as a species, we're so intent on finding all sorts of ways to float on water in these things and do all sorts of different things in them at the same time. As in pretty much everything from, you know, vacationing to procreating to farming to killing each other to risking our lives in high-speed sporting events, the list goes on, even though, We know full well that we can do all of those things a lot more easily and conveniently on land without the risk of drowning or catching a chill. And of course, the latest news is that self-driving boats have now become a thing uh, ahead of completely self-driving cars. Now quite honestly, the way things are going, this obsession for doing things whilst floating on water will soon take us to the point where people will be looking for land experiences while at sea. You know, stuff like mountain climbing, hiking, Formula One racing or even rally driving. It's just a matter of time. Now I guess if you were a genuine floater, uh, as in born on a boat and raised on one, you'd have to be given a pass. But I'm talking more about You know, the rest of us, those of us with no natural boat relationship to speak of, the landlubbers, the pretenders, the pseudo-floaters. What a lot of people don't realise, of course, is that the term pseudo-floater is indicative of a deeper and widespread societal problem. I'm talking about people who feel that they're floaters on the inside, but who've been born and raised on solid ground and thus forced to live their lives as grounders despite their deepest inclinations to the contrary. Yes, I'm talking about closet floaters. Now, the alarming statistics on this phenomenon do, in part, explain the historic and growing human obsession with boats that I'm talking about. On top of that, you'll increasingly hear ordinary grounders using expressions like whatever floats your boat, we're thinking of floating the corporation, I should buy a boat, and even... Someone left a floater behind, uh, popping up mid-conversation and for no apparent reason. Now sadly, there's no easy answer to this predicament. It seems that this is the way society is heading, and perhaps the best any of us can do is to take don't know swimming lessons, buy a decent life jacket and hope for the best. Or at least, find a really good deal on a fibreglass dinghy. This is what I know. Theory time. That's it for this week's not entirely serious edition of Theory Time. It is nice to escape reality for a while, though, isn't it? Whether you're in a boat or not. Which is kind of what our next segment is all about, too, I suppose, if music is indeed an oasis for the soul, as I like to think. Because, folks, here we are once again at Song of the Day. So, a few months ago, One of our Wonderland-approved artists, namely German prog rock band RPWL, released a brand new album, and although there are no songs about boats per se, it's nonetheless an excellent listen, and today I want to share with you a track from it, and this one is called Red Rose. Let's take a listen.
2: That all Things prepared so please come back to life Let's show the world our under
1: And that was Red Rose from RPWL and their latest album Crime Scene. And you can hear the whole of the album and all of their other releases on any of the major music streaming platforms. So, there's an old saying that genius and insanity often coexist. And I believe that our next segment demonstrate that insanity can also do quite well on its own. Thanks very much. Yep, it's time again for Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Care. Kevin. Jeff? Jeff, are you there? You've got something to say. Jeff. Have you got something to say? You know,
3: I do. I do. You know, here's the thing. Do you ever, are there words that you, I mean, that you know of? Like, words that make you think of something other than what the word actually means. Like, for, I'll give you an example. Like, um, like apothecary. Ooh. You know? That reminds me of, like, like a nuclear war <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's I don't know. apocalyptic apocalyptic apocalypse theory possibly. Apocalypse theory. Apothela. That means nothing. If you were if you were Spanish and you said a apocalypse it would be a Apocalypse. Don't you have to
0: listen.
1: Yeah, but you got to it's uh let's see. Yeah. apocalypse. Yeah. And, and you're gonna say, Poth- "Why did poth-a-lips. you say apothalips? Because I have apocalypse. Your lips have, are actually a little bit deformed, <laughs> so you don't have any other way to say it. That's why you say it like that." You know, and we're not taking the Mickey out of Spanish people, not at all. We realize that's no, that's, we like we them. Do, we do like
3: them, and Portuguese people as well. We like those, people. yes, those people, those folks. We like them a lot. So, but do you have words like that that do that? Like, like, like apothecary is something, yeah, yeah like apothecary. Well, it's, it's. I, I imagine bombs <clears throat> going off. Well, and, you know, but yeah. if if, if, if you, you actually
1: divide the word, you get apotha. And you get Carrie. so yeah, it apothe- could be the Jim Carrey apocalypse. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> the- Apothecary. Yes. The yeah. end of the world with a rubber face. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a exactly. it's a thought. It's a thought. It's a, really a good, good one, one.
3: it's a, It's a horrible oh, thought. No. I mean, but maybe people need that kind of thinking Well, when right they listen now. to this show. Maybe it's early in the yeah, morning you need and that. they're putting on your podcast and going, well, we need a little bit of this. Kev, I can tell you right, right now, up. people meaning you and me do not listen to this and enjoy it unless it's completely meaningless
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> or, or or you leave off the end of that sentence we don't that's listen not, to this exactly and enjoy right. it you just yeah. leave off the end of the, end of the sentence
1: and you're like you're shaking your head and you're thinking what was that what 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 what, what are these what guys on? what the no, nah no, what was no point? the point but here's the thing kev now i want to put this this yeah. to you and for okay. your comments kevin because as you know i appreciate your input your output as well and your throughput hmm. yes and your throughput and your th- <laughs> throughput right well, don't yes. ask me what your throughput is i, I don't even think i want to know no I don't
3: I don't know, man. It sounds, sounds also, very, Sounds very, yes. very bad. All right,
1: Kev. Some people think about ways to, like, you know, feed the poor, to, to fix unemployment, to prevent yep. war and social injustice, right? Right. To, to save the environment, to mm-hmm. shelter the homeless. I don't do any of those things, yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I think, yeah, a light idea, because I'm too busy thinking <laughs> about ways to go on the road with less underwear.
3: What? What do you mean? Why would you do that?
1: Because I want a lighter suitcase. I want a lighter suitcase, Kevin. You know me. I travel light. It's my, you know, forget about, you know... liking music or playing piano or singing or any of that stuff forget all of that my one driving ambition in life is to travel as light as i possibly can
3: as small as possible so imagine so you go to the airport and you go to the check-in desk and say they say you have anything to check in yes i do have something to check in but what would that be sir it's my pencil case (laughs) everything's in there that i need for my trip exactly I've got some, some underwear <laughs> um, in here. I've got one pencil. And as you can see. And <laughs> I've got one pair of pair underwear, underwear that I've like squished into it. Yes, but I can wash know? that out. And a
1: toothbrush. And a toothbrush. And I can wash them out. I can probably knock on the neighbor's door, get some <laughs> toothpaste. Don't have
3: to pay for that. And, you know, it's doable, Kevin. I don't know. Oh, it's you, doable. This leaves me with the question. Why can't you rent clothing? You know, like why, well, travel, with, why travel with anything when you can just get there and rent some clothing? See... This is why we should still be you know. back in the Adam and Eve days and we're all naked because it was so
1: much cheaper to travel and easier. Because, first of all, you didn't have to travel, secondly, if you did, you could just go in the nutty, nobody would look at you strangely because you would everybody was nobody had clothes, no one thought about them, no one needed them except when it was cold. Then it was like, no,
3: mm. no, now, now, listen, now back in right. the Adam and Eve days, yeah. Did they? There was no form of transportation beside your feet. That's like it. Like, nobody thought about hopping on a horse, right? Well, they didn't even think about that. Well, to hop on a horse, no. if you think about it, is very difficult because if you're hopping, very you can't yeah. do a whole lot of stuff, especially not get on a horse. So, travel was not so yeah. really hard. So, travel was non existent. That's exactly right. right. Yeah, And I think we were happier then, weren't we? Were we? I don't know. I wasn't think, there. Well, were we? that was the ultimate traveling light. It, you, you know, you didn't even have shoes. Oh. That's actually... Oh, my God. Right? Folks, we've made a massive mistake.
1: Can we go back several million <laughs> years now? Because we've made a big mistake, and we, we apologize <laughs> for that. Oh,
0: sorry, we've made a big mistake.
3: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. All right. We've got to revolu- revolutionize the travel industry. Travel, what is that? Travel, sorry. What, what is that? Tra- 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 I don't know tra- what you're talking about. Travel, I,
1: I don't know that word. Uh, I'm sorry. You've lost me. I have no idea. Do
3: you have anything, anything else smart to talk about, Jeff? Anything
1: to declare, you mean? Um, or oh, Kev? You know, the number of smart things I've got to talk about would
3: fit... Uh, in
1: fifty-seven. In point... a
3: pencil case. Ah,
1: there it is, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin McGowan Donald. I, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the little Kev that we all know and love. Always comes up with the last word, almost, except when he doesn't. No. Uh,
3: but exactly a genius. <laughs> exactly, nonetheless. <laughs> Should we try? Who's going to have the last word? Good, Good times James. with Big Jeff and Little Kev.
1: That's it for Good Times, and if you've got a subject that you would like me and little Kev to dig into, you can drop us an email to jeffswonderland at yahoo.com, and we'll see what we can do. Now, a few months ago, I went on a short family vacation to Portugal, a country I'd never previously been to, even though I've been living a relatively short distance away in Germany for rather a long time. It was a great experience, partly because the weather was fine and dry which was just as well because the part of Lisbon that we visited is somewhat undulating, meaning lots of rather steep hills in the part of the city where the Airbnb was located, uh, featuring cobblestoned sidewalks which apparently get really slippery when wet, which would have been an issue to say the least. Happily, it wasn't. All of the walking we had to do to get around was pretty good exercise actually, without being a problem, although having Google Maps turned out to be essential for four people with no natural sense of direction. Lisbon is beautiful though, it's really historic, lots of tourists, friendly locals and a great place to visit without a doubt. But being there brought to mind something which I believe qualifies neatly as the subject for today's next regular segment – and that is, of course, Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think,
2: I think it was
1: the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day, which today is this. Is it better to visit a country or a city for the first time, knowing very little about it, or is it better to research the hell out of it before you leave home? Okay, when I say knowing very little about it, obviously I don't mean not knowing which language is spoken or whether there's public transport or what the weather's going to be like or whether you're likely to be used by the locals for target practice or even an evening meal. But more so what the place might look like, you know, what sort of attractions there are and, well, if you think it's going to be your bag or cup of tea or thing or whatever. The thing is, I turned up in Lisbon knowing next to sod all about what the place would look like, other than a vague idea in my head based on the fact that the country has a long and very rich and interesting history, and that there was a point in time where the country's navigators were absolutely the bee's knees, and also, of course, that people in Portugal tend to speak Portuguese, which is kind of like Spanish. I mean... To me, at least. And that is where port comes from as well. As in, you know, vintage port, alcohol port, that thing. Yes. Yeah, the stuff you drink, that's right. Yeah. But that's about it. That's all I knew. So anyway, all of this ignorance turned out to be bliss. And I had a great four days, largely because my slate of expectation was completely clean. So not knowing much about that new holiday destination can be a great idea. So see if you can resist the temptation to over-Google this before you go somewhere you've never been before other than finding out exactly where it actually is and how best to get there and... You know, the really fundamentally important stuff. And if you're taking the kids, make sure all your credit cards are paid up. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for thought of the day. And, of course, today's episode of The Wonderland. I'll be back again soon with another brand new episode, of course. And if you've enjoyed today's ride, please do leave us a rating if possible. And spread the word, should you have friends, colleagues or family members who might also enjoy complete nonsense like this. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do so via www.jeffhealy.com or at yahoo.com. And if you want to get in touch with little Kev, you might first want to invest in some kind of, uh, I don't know, hazmat suit. No, not really. Look, just as long as all your immunizations are up to date, I think you should be absolutely fine. Probably. For now, though, it's farewell time. And so it's farewell from me, little Kev, and all of us here at Wonderland Studios. And don't forget, keep your eyes on the skies and, more importantly, on your podcast notifications for the next exciting episode of The Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Gotta get back, back. to just Wonderland. Wonderland.
0: Wonderland. Wonderland. Just Wonderland. Gotta come back.